I was considering going the Merry Christmas route where I tell you, I hope you guys had an amazing day, that you were able to spend the time with family, and that Christmas isn't about receiving. It's in the act of giving, being, again, being with family and friends and loved one, and just having all the nice, glowy, warm Christmas songs just explode your heart, put up that smile to the point where your cheeks just obliterate with sheer excitement. And then from here on till tomorrow, we just act like the most righteous human beings. Or, or, or it's just another day. It's another day. If y'all got your liquor, coquito, whatever it may be, drink that shit up. If y'all weren't with family, didn't get whatever you wanted, it's just another day. Tomorrow is going to come. And just continue living life, I guess. Yeah, just continue living life. Maybe put some Christmas music if that'll spice up your mood. If you hate Christmas for whatever reason, I don't got I don't I don't got anything to tell you to tell you the truth. I mean, it's a, it's a solid day for me. I enjoyed it in the morning. Woke up, you know, a typical open up presents and everything. At this point now, where I for the most part got everything that I could want or need. Um, my girlfriend spoiled me earlier not even earlier in the year, but about a good month or two and gave me something that I wanted early instead of on Christmas. And I was just like, hell yeah, I'll open it right now. Got what I wanted. Pretty dope. And, you know, so today was basically just my son opening presents or me opening it for him. I was I was a bit disappointed. I was expecting him to go crazy with the rapid, just go ballistic. I, I was like, oh, he's definitely going to have more fun opening up the presents instead of whatever's inside, right? Not at all. They didn't even want to bother with the wrapping. And I was just like, all right, I respect it. Just you want me to do all the work and then you just whatever you get, you play with. All right. Completely understandable. Then with that, you know, go around to family members, pick up presents, deliver presents. And I would go on a tangent about why are people out during Christmas? Just stay home. I don't want to deal with traffic. But while I was driving, I realized, wait a minute. I'm talking shit about myself. And I'm not going to continue talking shit about myself, except for those that are still going to McDonald's on Christmas. And not so much because you're eating McDonald's. I mean, if you're eating McDonald's, enjoy your food. But for the simple fact that you're going to wait 30, 40 minutes instead of cooking, or I don't know, cereal, I would prefer a quick two-minute cereal than a 30, 40-minute wait at McDonald's for some lukewarm fries. I could be different. Maybe they were high out of their mind and they just enjoyed that ride or the wait towards the menu. It's like this sort of fast food, processed, greasy dopamine high. Am I, am I thinking too much into it? I probably am thinking too much into it. But for me, it's just another day. Drink my coffee, eat my food, spend time with the family and, you know, basically do the same thing I do every day, if not every other day. The only difference there being Christmas music. And yeah, I guess the Christmas music just gives it a whole other feeling. But yeah, with that, guys, welcome back to another episode here at Vivid Podcast. Is that a nice intro? I don't know if I'm going to give an intro every single episode or something like that. You know, scripted, outlandish, give it that official vibe. I'm just going to start off with a typical conversation usually. But you know what else I realized today? Apparently, a whole lot of red dropped today. A year ago. I don't remember it dropping on Christmas. Uh, maybe, I don't know, what's last Christmas not memorable? And then it's affecting my memory? I doubt it. 
it isn't like I forgot the album list uh, either. I still listened to it. I was just like, eh, really? It dropped on Christmas. I don't remember it dropping on Christmas, but I remember how I felt when it did drop. Now, prior to this, since um, 2018, when Playboy Cardi La, you know, dropped his last project, Die Lit, album filled with infectious high-pitched performances throughout. And then, of course, Playboy Cardi's signature baby voice just being used like a psychedelic instrument throughout the album. This isn't a dilate review. Just a quick summary of what it was. And damn, it was left hook, hit me in the face, ended up falling in love with it. By the way, fell in love with Bryson Tiller. Still, still the grand sleeper of the whole album. Dare I say the best song on there? But, but he didn't say he bought his mama's house on that mumbling shit. So I can respect why that's not the best song. I could respect it. Anyways, with that, we basically went through a dry spell. On the commercial side of things, behind the scenes, we have plenty of Playboy Cardi leaks. And fortunately for the fans, we were eating. Unfortunately for the fans, we were, uh, I, I guess, just not making him happy. You know, he had the whole thing with Iggy, of course, had a son during that span of time, issues, just getting his music under control. And we had the smash breakout hit Pissy Pamper with a uh, young nudie. That for some reason never made it as an official track. None of the streams counted for any money. Nothing along that line. It's just still not official for whatever reason. We got teased a version with Kid Cudi. But aside from there, took the internet by storm. Took everyone's phones by storm. It was a smashing hit. We all know the iconic Nets meme. Oh, would I say meme or just sort of like a video with the Nets? You know, Pissy Pamper Overcoat. I guess there were memes made out of that. And it was just spectacular. Great. So you would think having a song capturing everyone's attention will bring us closer to single album? No. No, it didn't. Fast forward a bit. We get meh. A song by Playboy Cardi that was rather meh. Head on forward. We finally get a whole lot of red. Forward as in before last year, Christmas Day. Now, it was a bit confusing. Confusing because... We've heard about him having a lot of issues with leaks. We heard potentially his album taking a different direction from his already experimental sound. So when it came time for a whole lot of red, we had the Slayer inspired. Was it Slayer inspired album cover? Was that the rock band? Please don't tell me I butchered that. Besides the fact we had a rock punk album at our disposal. And a year afterwards, I know after this grand speech was six minutes in about everything else. How has it aged for you guys? And I'm not here to say, you see, y'all should have appreciated it or, eh, sleeper, still sucks. But how time, giving an album time can change your perception in that initial listen. Now, basically how I described Dilid, this was a complete 180 from what we were used to for the first half of the album, at least. And as you saw on social media a year ago, a lot of people not not vibing with it, not enjoying it, saying it's complete trash, complete trash. And, you know, all of that happening within 20 minutes. So the album's over an hour long and they're not really able to listen to the whole thing. But that was a consensus. Of course, you had the people who are saying hey, it's actually not that bad. The people are like, yo, it's great. But within that short time span, we had the whole idea. Now, what are my thoughts? Because that's really what's important here, right? Um, Whole Lot of Red was an album that Playboy Cardi should have definitely doubled down on the 
punk rock aesthetic. Ah, I found it. I found a point that for some reason I lost track of. Before I continue, one thing that was worrisome was the amount of leaks, right? And how I felt in this album. At a certain point, stylistically, Playboy Cardi was going to rock punk, but didn't want to let go of everything he recorded prior to it. And with that, we have sort of a, I want to say it's a double-sided album. So let me just bring it back to what I was saying already. Punk rock direction, right? For the first half of that album, I feel towards the second half is when we get Die Lit Cardi and everything else in between there besides punk rock. So he should have doubled down in this new direction. He should have doubled down on the whole entire vamp trend, distorted 808's crazy vocals. And people would embrace it. Now, a whole lot of red for the first half was complex, complete 180 from Dilate. And of course, it's going to have major turnoff because you're going to need your ears to adjust to its abrupt patterns, to his, you know, him just straight out screaming and yelling in the microphone. For a lot of people that were expecting, you know, something bouncy, they would have been like, um, yeah, this definitely isn't it. To others that, you know, genuinely are just curious and want to understand the project and just repeat a couple songs. They were like, oh, all right, this is new. This is refreshing. Not with that, I said the second half of the album sort of felt like Dilet 2.0 or some Lucy's or what I theorized was the original vision for a whole lot of red until he took inspiration for a punk rock and sort of just like, you know, let me bring in both worlds for, you know, my fans that don't rock with my new stuff. They got this for those that embrace it. They got a top half. Yeah, but basically, you know, from New Neon, Sky, Over, Die For Guy, they're solid tracks, but they're not a whole lot of red tracks. At least that's how I felt. And just taking off from 17 plus and maybe like Teen X and Slayer would have reduced this by about a good, give or take, 25, 30 minutes. So if we would have got a 40-minute performance of just punk rock Cardi, I felt it would have been a lot more accepted instead of something conflicting because if you didn't enjoy it, it is what it is. You don't like the new Cardi. But then you have that other part. Well, the second half that hooks you in is like, oh, Cardi's still here, but he didn't, whatever, whatever. Again, I said this is about me. So let me go back more to me. I loved it from Go to the Moon with Kanye West. Metamorphosis felt rebellious. And initially, I didn't like it. I didn't. I remember calling my boys like, yo, y'all hear this? I mean, I, I don't know if I'm really rocking with it. And it's funny because I bring up how the second half is feels like a dialed 2.0. And because I was familiar, there we go. I'm getting somewhere. Because I was familiar with the melodies. I was familiar with the vocal patterns. I was able to enjoy the second half a lot more than the first. Because I was used to it. But of course, as time went on, I caught myself listening to over less, new neon, less, and jumping more, jumping back to stop breathing, which was, man, I felt like I was running out of breath listening to the song. I fucking, I was sweating, my heartbeat's raising. Right now, I'm slamming the gas pedal. It's just like, I'm all for this experience. So if I were to, in a good sentence or two, summarize everything I just spoke on here. Is how a new experience and time can help you, wouldn't say enjoy a music. Actually, I can say it will help you enjoy music. 
but how it could ease you in and open you up to a new experience instead of the same repeated patterns that you're already used to. Is that poetic? I don't think so. I don't know how y'all could stand here and listen to me talk all day. I mean, I guess you got no choice. You press play, right? With that, damn, we got a banger right here. Over 10 minutes. Hope you enjoy the episode. Will I upload tomorrow? Well, seeing as how I'm in a bit of a hot streak, maybe you already know the deal. Let me know your thoughts on Whole lot of Red. How have you guys warmed up to it? How you haven't warped to, uh, warmed up? Wow, I forgot how to speak towards the end. If you haven't warmed up to it, what's pushing you off? Are you listening to the first half, second half more? And are you embracing the punk rock energy that Cardi has been bringing? I love it. I wish I would have been able to see him live. But I, I believe by the time I checked, um, there wasn't favorable seats to view him. And I didn't want to go into the floor because it's just like, man, I haven't done any cardio. I haven't worked out. I love to mosh. I am not trying to get obliterated. Have a great five minutes of my life and then hang by the by the fence or the bars and tell security to save my life or anything. I'm good. Maybe in the, in the past, I would have loved to when I was on that hot streak where it was just Lil Pump, Smoke Perp, X, Kendrick, Travis. That was great. Great ass times. You know, I should make series based on those concerts. Just review on every concert experience if possible. Probably even put like audio from those concerts, stories, what happens before, what happened afterwards. You see, you guys are onto something here. You said you inspired a new series. When is it going to come out? We'll find out. Don't worry. I'll give you little bits and pieces here and over there before I get too out of too out of track. Drink some water. Take care. <laughs>